0: It's the BBL show, and we're here at East Street Lanes. I'm Drew with Jay, and we got one more host to add to the mix. What's up,
1: boys? What's
2: up? Here we go.
1: Here Come we on, go. Sir.
2: What's up, man? What you ah, been? Been a little bit busy, so let's not waste any time. It's time to find out what's coming up on the BBL show. We'll be checking in with the Leicester Riders women's team in WBBL Focus. Then we're heading into hot topics where we got a lot to talk about. We'll also be having a look at the Top 10 Plays of the Week in the British Basketball League, followed by talking to British High Jump Champion Mike Edwards. But right now, it's time to check in with the captain of the Sheffield Sharks, Rodney Glasgow Jr.
1: Rodney, welcome to the show. And as the guys can see, one of the best dressed in the league, what's this all about?
3: Uh, I always be wearing like shark scare. So all, all navy blue, gray and gold. So finally, you know, I get a chance to be me and kind of wear what we wear back in the DMV and stuff. And I just get to be myself. So appreciate you guys having me here and stuff.
1: No, you're welcome. I know I asked this question earlier, but the Chelsea boots, is that a British thing? I know you've been here three years now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I picked it up when I was uh,
3: playing in Newcastle with Drew. I just saw how European, you know, fit dress and obviously Americans dress a little more different. Yeah, I, I need really to
1: see Drew to wearing it. Chelsea boots. That's interesting. <laughs> but <laughs> no. anyway, we're here to focus on you. Know our name. We know that's a prevalent through the BBL. Yeah. Um, I, I want to start with leadership. First of all, that's a big change for you. Mike Tuck retiring, yeah. uh, you taking the reins. Uh, and I know you're a close circle guy, so I know you reach out to guys to talk about yeah. what it's been like. But talk to us about your year as a captain.
3: Uh, year as a captain has been just a learning year. First off, um, I thought, uh, you know, when I first got the, the job to be captain, uh, you don't understand what comes with it, um, obviously. But I think it's been such a learning, learning experience. Uh, Tuck, Tuck's been my guy. Uh, he just told me to make sure that I always make sure that it's my team and just still be myself. Um, when I talked to Drew, Drew always said, don't always get lost. And, you know, obviously as a captain, you have to think about others, but also you got you you still got to be you. And then uh, from Fletch, uh, I remember after the game, he said, he said, this is this is your time now. Uh, You earned it. And just make and just make the most of it. You don't want to you don't want to look back and regret anything. So those have been like the top three things I've been trying to go on going, going yeah. into the season. Well. I
1: haven't just brought you to this place only to talk about basketball. Yeah. So I want to know a little bit about you off the court. So there's lots of pressure that comes with basketball. Like where do you go? What do you do to to get away from that? Because oh, sometimes people need to just. Find a distraction, a hobby, whatever it is. Yeah, like just me
3: being captain. Like it's it's a lot of it's a lot of hats. So you know what I mean. Um, I know for me, I like to I like to do a lot of yoga. Uh, I, I do a lot of boxing as, as as my as my spare time to get my mind off things. Music, I'm big in. Uh, so I go to a lot of hip hop spots, a lot of jazz spots. Um, that's in Sheffield or even yeah. or even close to Sheffield, usually with the guys or even just by myself sometimes. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be needing a break from them. Yeah, need to re-energize, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, those, are, those are like the main spots I go to every time. And then obviously
1: arcades and stuff like that, or even just a nice bar. Rodney, thanks for your time. We could do this for a lot longer, I'm sure. And I know I've taken the pressure off a little bit, but we've got a game to finish. Right, and let's meanwhile, start. let's catch up with Ryder's teammates in WBBL Focus.
4: Um, it's the one that the roommate left outside in the rain. And, yeah. Uh welcome. Uh, we are the Leicester <laughs> Riders. Okay. I'm sorry. Nice slides, by the way. Oh yeah, you can't see my slides. On this. <laughs> I knew. That's my comfy house, house shoe. shoe. Okay. Welcome, we are the Lester Riders. I am Mackenzie Johnston.
5: And- I'm Oleana
4: Squires. And we were old college rivals uh, turned roommates. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see how well we know each other.
5: Okay, question one. What is Ken's brother's name? Uh, A, Cooper, B, Parker, C, Jacob, B, Parker. Indeed,
4: we did just talk about him <laughs> yesterday, actually. So good job. Easy
5: one. Question two, what is Kansas high school called? A, capital, B, Royal, C, Robinson. I think it's mm, A, capital. She was right again. (laughs) Good work. Uh, Question three. In Kenza's personal statement, she said, A, if you put your mind to it, you can achieve anything. B, if you want something, you have to go out there and work hard for it. C, get rich or die trying. Um... For some reason, I want to go with C. <laughs> what your last question? I don't know where that one came from. I said C, get rich or die trying.
4: And my answer was B. Yeah, if you want something, you have to go out and
5: work hard for it. I like to get
4: rich, or but I do like. I think C is my next one. Yeah. Okay. First question: uh, What is Oleana's dad's name? A. Herman. B. Norman. Or C, Guzman. B, Norman, for sure.
5: Nice. There we go. <laughs> that was easy.
4: Okay, question two. What is Oleana's favorite pre-game snack? A, gummy bears. B, PB&J sandwich. C, rice cake. So I'm saying pregame is the rice cake, the peanut butter and jelly, I think is more practice. So I'm gonna go with C, rice cake. See, since it said game, I went with rice cake. But if it would have said practice, I would have done PB&J.
5: Rice cake was right. There we so. go.
4: <laughs> okay, question three. Who is Oleana's favorite music artist? A, Drake. B, Ciza. I think that's how you pronounce it. C, Brent Fayez. I'm not very good with music stuff, but I'm going with a Drake this, for this one, and I said Drake. See, I didn't, I didn't even know how to pronounce the other <laughs>
5: two. we've talked about this so many times. I know,
4: but yeah. Okay, so we tie.
5: <laughs> how are we going to settle it? Um, thumb wrestle?
4: Your nails are better <laughs> than mine. Let's just rock, paper, scissors. All right. On shoot, best or, out of three. Yeah. Okay. On shoot. Yeah. Okay. Rock paper scissors shoot. Ooh. Rock paper scissors shoot. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> that was easy. Was that good? That was cool. <laughs> awesome. awesome. <laughs> good work.
0: All right, fellas. So we've talked about this before. As Mike Otrorobia gets announced, he heads off to Africa. Now my question is. The player turnover in the league this year, is it because coaches aren't doing their due diligence or the pot that the league is used to picking from, the players just aren't good enough anymore? To hear, I'm coming straight to you. He's thrown
2: it out there. The yeah. players are just aren't good enough anymore. Anyway. <laughs> the kids are be being careful. brought up the same way anymore. <laughs> it's been really tough for teams uh, to try and fill their rosters with really talented players. Now, London Lions can't be included in this conversation they don't have the same problems recruiting they have some same problems but they don't have the same overall problems that the other clubs do yeah so let's put london lions even
0: though they've had some changes this year correct yeah
2: but not the same kind of yeah, problems yeah different different problems sure so the bbl let's go back to this budget point now when you're recruiting an import the biggest thing is is everyone in the league's looking for a diamond in the rough that's what they look for and you know some clubs are more successful at finding diamonds than other clubs. There's a number of factors why some of those players might not have worked out. Cultural differences, you know, living at home in the States or wherever they're from in Europe or wherever they are from around the world, they may not have adjusted to British culture in the way that they were thought to. It's cold in Newcastle. Yeah. It's even colder in Scotland, you know? So adjusting to those kind of things is really challenging. You've got to think about, they're getting paid a salary. Is that what they're expected to make in their first ever contract? You gotta think about the house, some players have cars. Is that what they expect to be part of the deal? Are they living with teammates? Are they living by themselves? Do they get on with those teammates? You know, there's so many of those kind of social factors that are really important to a player's perspective. There are a number of elements of recruitment that the coaches need to get right. Meeting coaches in the off season, going to different camps and being in, around different leagues, kind of listening and speaking to different people to find out about different players and different circumstances, where you can find that diamond in the rough. You gotta go digging, you gotta go mining, right? When they're recruiting players, are they recruiting talent and then trying to coach them their style of play? Or are they recruiting players that automatically fit their style of play? I particularly feel like Andreas Capullo's team with the least turnover this year, he's a coach that recruits players that are potentially gonna play in his style of play and if they have potential, they show potential, he will spend time developing that player. Another man recruitment is good as Rob Pat He alone has improved the league with his recruitment. Guys like Jamel go into other teams. Naaman Wright go into other teams. Then further players moving on and improving their careers. Crandall, uh, BC Gertigen, uh, J.R. Holder, who's playing in, for the Saigon Heat right now. You know, some of the players that have gone on to do great things as a result of Rob Patanostro's recruiting and the, how the league's benefited off that as well.
1: For me, I want to piggyback and look at this as a season. Is we could be looking at the tip of an iceberg. Okay, so it could be a little bit reactionary in terms of London Lions are moving forward and everybody's feeling that pressure to go forward but I think if you look at situations in isolation there's really very different problems across the league you know so Sheffield Sharks for example I feel like coach Lyons set his stall out to be what he wanted to be add some size be bigger be stronger he's had to adapt that just hasn't worked for whatever reason so you know sometimes the due diligence the consistency sometimes things need to change. You know, and you said it the other day, they well, had to get super well, fast, I think what's you know? really
2: interesting about Tiva is he has those pre-season camps in the States yep. before the season begins, right? Mm. To try and recruit players in. That's, an, that's, you know, that's the thought process of building relationships in his the community that he knows very well, oh, yeah. to find those diamonds in the rough. And as you said, he bought those players in the beginning, and they had an incredible preseason. season They were playing some big name teams and doing really well.
1: Uh, and I don't think that was a player problem. I think that was a league. The, the league's changed and, and he's had to adapt to that and he's had to change so you know you take that in its isolation as you said patriots have had their issues you know it's, it's it's very difficult to understand what's kind of going on through through the mill and then if you go to the extreme which is newcastle you know like we were talking about earlier is and we've said very much on the show is i think mark just needs some time just to understand what he likes versus what works in the league so There are some very different situations going on, styles are needing to change, and even Leicester riders have felt that this year. You know, Gino leaving, that left a huge hole. Now, what have we found over time? Kimball McKenzie has come to the forefront, and as what always happens here at Leicester, there's always somebody the next man up. Walker going down is a a heartbreaker. Menzies having to come in. So I think over the the course of the season, if you look at those changes, they're far too different to kind of put them in one genre and say, hey, that's why the changes have had to happen.
0: Great point, guys. Great insight. But let's get back to the action, because we got top 10 plays of the week.
5: Coached
1: by top British coaches. And Tape blocked by Shaquille Johnson. Open floor. Could this be?
4: I
2: now well, He's come to the party. Is that feed to Delphine?
4: show <laughs> it's going to be a nice yeah. Oh my goodness! Uh oh! That is just sensational. Is good, rebound by
2: Flyers, there's five seconds to go, Miller, Delpesh, jams it in, beautiful pass from Mike Miller. Malcolm Delpesh able to convert inside, he's going foul
0: Grew up in Manchester. Yes. You moved to the States when you were 11 and 12, went to high school, went to college, and then obviously you had your professional career. What's attracted you back to British basketball?
6: Stumping grounds, man. You always got to remember, you know, what it took for you to inspire yourself to get to the next level. And for me, I always remembered those humbling beginnings of where my stepdad took me to my first um, British basketball game. We 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 sat up there on the nosebleeds watching Manchester Giants. This is early in the late late Way 90s, early 2000s. Back in the day. But I mean, it was buzzing, man. I'd never forget. You know, what I mean, it was electrifying. Now, I remember getting the basketball to take home and and he just opened my eyes to like professional sports Mm -hmm. and i told myself i want to be a professional athlete i didn't know what it was going to be in who would have thought that kid that was in the nosebleeds would um, would eventually become a basketball player and then pivot from a basketball player to a professional track athlete you never know what it's going to be um, that that changes the trajectory in your life and for me basketball has always played a, a big role in that for me you know dunking was it was an extension to high jumping um i always get questioned if i'm a basketball player and you know so i always kind of keep tabs on who's in the sport because you know I, mean, I respect the game you know um i might not be in it but you know i still got a hoop at my in my backyard i still take a few shots every yeah, now and see then you
0: on the ground you you know, looking you know, good and you, man. you
6: know it does also measure where my vertical is so you know yeah. every now and then i might try to throw in a few few, few windmills or so but I, I, honestly, I feel like what's attracting me back to the game is just you know I mean uh, the, how much more excitement they're pouring into it. You know I mean mm-hmm. they they are making you want to come. They're making you want yeah. to attend. There's so much more incentives, and it's in full circle now. I've got a son, and um, I took him to his first. Um, um, British basketball game with the London Lions. Yeah. Um, so, and it was actually the games match the Giants. Yeah, I, I would say me, me coming back now into the, the realm of basketball culture is just my, my service back to the sport that's given so much to me.
0: We're here in the winner's circle. Yes, sir. Home of the Leicester Riders. 19 championships to their name. What does it take to be a champion? I would say what
6: helped me was having a, a game plan you know having a um a structured design program that will enable me even whatever the emotions were in place Mm -hmm. i was still going to be focused on the task at
0: hand And i think that's definitely what delivered me my three championships so these guys getting ready for a huge game coming up here what was your mindset as you got prepared for the competition I'm going to use a reference because I know that we're, we're in Leicester Riders
6: and, you know, the, the, the home or the horsepower, the horse is reference. To be honest, at this stage in the game, the hay's already in the barn. Ah, That's how we okay. used to go about it, man. You know, like, the hard work That's is done. We? At this point, right now, he's just cooking. You're just, you just letting it marinate. The final recipe is, for the most part, it's, it's already brewing, already there. So you don't want to do anything to, 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 to tear yourself too far away. You don't want to go too hard yeah. because you know you, you, don't, you don't want any hiccups last minute. I've done it. I've made several mistakes in my career where I feel like when I'm feeling fresh, I need to do more. You, yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's where you go wrong. You yeah. know, you want to surprise yourself. Starving Give yourself the competition. <laughs> yeah. Love it, man. Give yourself a permission to be great. Um, and that's a hard thing to do. A lot of times you get caught up into sometimes um, too much of the X's and O's, but
0: the great ones are able to allow themselves to just let the game come to them. S&C has become a staple of every sport. How important is that to elite athletes? Oh, it's huge. If all fails, you know, you want to be able to have at least a
6: muscle to, to get you through certain like tricky situations. For me, when I was in high school, I didn't have the most muscle, but I was always doing all my reps. But the guys that had a little bit more on them were the ones that were able to make uh, make a play. If you don't have the muscle and it comes down to a dog fight, man, you, you're not gonna win. Yeah. So you gotta have muscle. And I feel like with s you know what I mean? Yeah, it does, it does protect you. It does give you that comfort um, and that insurance, you know?
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because the season, for any athlete, it's a grind, it's the long haul, and that you, you gotta beef up that body. Yes, you but, do, yeah. you do have to endure. Leave us with this. What advice would you give someone that's trying to chase their dreams? That's a great question. For anyone
6: that is is aspiring, to reach a certain level in their career, always have a why, and always make sure your why is greater than 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 your circumstance. Mm. Because at the end of the day, you know what I mean, there's gonna be obstacles that you're gonna to have to overcome.
0: Hey man, that's great, wise words. Mike, thanks for hanging out, hey, brother. Man. Pleasure, bro. Thanks for having Pleasure me. all
1: ours, man. Hey, okay, till next time, let's do it again. Yes, sir. Yeah, run it back.
0: <laughs> East Street
1: Lanes has been a dream. Thank you so much to the Leicester Riders, Sheffield Sharks, Our guests, Mike Edwards, Rodney Glasgow Jr., the Lady Riders, and last of all, finally, Tahir. Thanks for holding
0: it down. Drew, lead us out. Absolutely, make sure you get subscribed to the BBL's YouTube channel where you can catch up on all previous episodes. But until then, the show must keep moving. As we move down to Plymouth, same time, different location here on the show.